three, two, one. Okay, I'll tell you when it starts going live. Okay. But you know how there's a delay, so probably things we say now might be already going live. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Actually, oh, here it is. Yes, we are live. We are live. Yes, we are. Robot and the bear. Sixty-seven. <laughs> uh, number sixty-seven, starring wow. Yumi Yamazaki. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Yumi. How's it going? Thank you. Welcome. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing oh, we're good. Oh, sorry, I have a, a a dog barking in the background. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. It's blurry, though. Whoa, there's nothing back there. Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome to the stream. I know you're uh, streaming live from Mar Vista. I'm in Palms, and Luke is in... Downtown Mar Los Angeles. Oh, you're in... You're at your studio. I'm at my studio. Wow. And there's the so there's the sofa. The sofa, you know, so yeah. And the sofa was already there. No, I actually had to bring that thing like oh, wow. from uh I rented a, a U-Haul. I put it in the U-Haul. I took it all the way down to Los Angeles and I got like, you know, the strongest person I know, Thomas Hahn. Um <laughs> For those of you who are not familiar with Thomas Hahn, Thomas Hahn is like maybe like 5'10 and probably weighs about 90 pounds. So um, to help me lug it up a flight of stairs in, you know, downtown Los Angeles. And yeah, here it is. You know? Awesome. So awesome, awesome, um, awesome. But uh, yeah. So Yumi, you had a show open up in like in giant robot gallery. Yes. But I think the thing that Eric and I, before we get into the show and, you know, this and that, I think the thing that, you know, Eric and I were probably, you know, you know, most kind of interested in hearing about is the fact that you're young. You're like in your twenties <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. you, you grew up in a totally different world. Than, than we did so like <laughs> tell us about yourself okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm 24 um <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i was born in japan um i was born in um, ibaraki um which is like an hour train ride north of tokyo um but then my parents um my parents and i moved to michigan uh, when I was one and a half years old okay. and I've been in America since so I'm basically like <laughs> in America. it feels like I'm, I'm like American I guess um, but then I was there in Michigan for like five years and then I moved to uh, San Diego and most of my life I grew up in San Diego mm. um, up until high school and then for college, I uh, came out to LA to go to Otis College of Art and Design. And that's when I first like professionally started um, uh, taking like art seriously. <laughs> mm -hmm. What like, were you drawing like, like when you were like super young and, or, or were you like, uh, like, uh, I guess like, you know, art could be a thing i'll just apply to this you know like fancy art school just for shits and giggles and then suddenly when you're there like oh like art serious it's a thing like was it like that or like yeah. you have like that like ambition in your heart like art this is this is yeah. the only thing i'm good at <laughs> uh it's like kind of half and half um 
like the high school I went to and like the community I was in when uh, in San Diego was very like like bio heavy and like science heavy and so all of my friends are in like biology or like um, like they're like tr trying to be doctors and stuff and so I was I was kind of in that circle and so it was really like at the time it was kind of hard to think of art as um, like a viable profession so I actually didn't um, I <laughs> well actually my first like dream was to become a paleontologist <laughs> wow <laughs> which is like I, I liked dinosaurs and like I liked archaeology too and like history so um, I wanted to get into that but then my high school counselor was like there's no jobs in paleontology <laughs> so then I was like okay I guess I'll be an artist then <laughs> Wow. So, um, were, were, were you the one who drew in school though? You did, you probably did art in school, right? In high school. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did art in high school because I really liked it, but I, I honestly didn't consider like going to art school until senior year. Um, and that's because I kind of, uh, I went to like a summer of art, like a high school, like pre-college program during my junior year, um, like during the summer. And then that's when I, really felt I did like a little animation course which was like three months long or something and then uh, I really enjoyed it and then so when I went back to high school senior year I was like okay maybe I should actually start prepping a portfolio and things um how did you pick Otis of all schools oh <laughs> funny story so there's like this national portfolio day that happens at like Cal Arts or like random schools every year and I went to one during my senior year of high school with like my measly portfolio <laughs> that I like cobbled together. And then I, I was planning to, um, I, I had a couple schools lined up where basically like all the schools have little tables and then they have the like uh, recruiters there and you can show them your portfolio and they'll like give you feedback. And I was in line to do like a review for uh, School of Arts uh, in Chicago. And then there was like a huge line for Otis, which was like a table that was like right next to it. But I had never heard of Otis before. Um, but since I was there and I had like spare time, I thought I would uh, just get a crit from them. And then Otis gave me like the harshest crit out of all <laughs> of the other schools. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this school because <laughs> they seem like really serious. Um, so yeah, and that's how I ended up there. <laughs> nice. Wow. Nice. And you studied um, illustration or did you study like animation? Um, yeah, so I originally um, went to Otis as an animation major. Um, so I wanted to study 2D animation um, and they have a program that's called digital media major. And that's all for like, it's basically like digital art for like movies and games um, and like just the entertainment. And uh, I was in their animation program for three years, but they can like, you can kind of be flexible in what classes to take. So by the end of it, I was kind of more doing more like painting and drawing more than animation and so I ended up graduating as like a concept art or entertainment art uh, major are you oh, I see. doing any of that kind of work um like in between showing your work uh, yeah like giant robot <laughs> oh she's and... got it tell tell us about your job she got a job job <laughs> oh yeah 
have a, job, job. I have a day job. Uh, I'm a 2D artist at a mobile game company in Culver City called Jam City. Um, and so I do like 2D art for mobile games. Uh, what are some of their, game, their games? Uh, <laughs> That's right. Luke is a mobile game guy. Oh, look yeah. at this guy. He's ready to judge. Look at him. <laughs> He's ready to uh, judge. I, I can look at no his idea. face. Like, I have no idea what games they they made. I, I, it, seems, it sounds familiar, but I'm like, but what, what, what are some of their games? Um, I'm on a game called Genies and Gems. Um, it's like a match three game, but they, mm -hmm. they're like biggest games, I think, are like Panda Pop or... Um, so it's cute, like match three-ish kind of yeah, puzzly games. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of like match three games, like I like I used to love them until I played Candy Crush. Oh. And and then I realized that it's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it is there's no skill required for those games. So you know, yeah. if, you, if you know any game mechanics, people like let them know. Luke is onto them. And that is <laughs> okay. I'm gonna message my. Uh... Is that true? Is that true, Luke? Are those match three games? There's no skill. It's, there's no real skill because like. But don't you have the drops, plan? The, the drops you know? are random. There's no like you can't like you know if you, every time you play I have to play a renew a new a level again. It's all about the randomness of the drop. It has nothing to do with like. You know, like it's it's not like they they drop things like you know in a set pattern, and you have to kind of figure it out like a, like an actual puzzle. But aren't you like kind of picking what to like make drop further down and stuff like that? So sure, then it yeah, con yeah. connects to other things, and you know by doing it's like chess, man. No, it's it's not like chess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like chess if like you know the opposite player just suddenly decides like okay I'm going to drop a queen now uh, uh, you know here and then, well, I'll, maybe Wait. another knight here you know like that's that that is not like yeah but but game. but you've got to but but when it drops a knight drops you have to know how to use it it's not just like let it just sit there you got to kind of understand how to maneuver it so all the pieces can drop more shit mm, no <laughs> it's, it's it's not that simple what do you think yumi do you agree or do, what, what do you think you're an expert uh, at this, probably. You're behind yeah. the scenes. Oh, yeah. You are on the other side. I'm not. I'm actually terrible at games. <laughs> but um, no, it is like actually like I can't beat like the game I'm on right now. It's like, really hard. Like once you get to a certain level, I think you need to like have like power ups and things. Right. And, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's called opening oh. up your freaking wallet, and that's <laughs> bullshit. You know, like why can't like you know, skilled players who have like kind of like, you know, built up, you know, their their game, like be able to get past those levels mm -hmm. through yeah. skill alone. What, but, what about Tetris? Is Tetris, uh, is that skill or is that luck? It's skill. Okay, that one's skill. <laughs> okay, I got you. I'm starting to get, I'm starting to understand. Right. Where but you're like, getting like at. When you get a field full of different colored blocks and you're supposed to connect three, you know, like... It's it's not really anyways. <laughs> you know. You need to be like really lucky or something. A luck yeah. is, is a big part of it. Exactly. Yeah. It is a luck driven game, a <laughs> uh, uh, game and that is not like I I might as well just play the fucking slot machine like app uh, game apps like because that you know it's the same basic it's basically the same thing. So are you saying that these games are basically uh they want you to spend money? Is is the is the bottom line? 
I mean, right? <laughs> we are a company. <laughs> okay. I know, but you know, I wasn't sure if there's ads on the side that, that that's oh, what yeah. it's all about. Oh, so you get, you're you double dipping. So you yeah. get ads, you get frustrated players to put in more money so they can actually do better in the game. I get it. And what do you do on that game, though? Come to think of it, we did we even ask what do you do? Yeah, like what what is? It, are you doing like interstitial animation bits or? No way. She's like... she's she's designing the money part. The <laughs> the, the ad the logo that says "Put money in me now." Open your wallet. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bubble. Boop. Open your wallet. Anyway, all right. No, like, are you designing like characters in the game? Are you designing parts of the game? Like, how does that all work? Um, yeah, so I I do a lot of different things like my art team. We only have uh, three people on the art team. And so we're all kind of like, we just do whatever is needed. So right now I'm doing like, I'm, I'm doing art for like when you open, when you first open the game, like usually there's like a pop-up screen. Yeah, the flash screen kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like a main screen. And so we have like art, um, we basically have like, uh, like a keyframe art or like splash art on that screen and so I've been doing some of those um and we also do like we also do like UI and like small little What's UI UI is user interface so it, those are like the buttons you press or um like and they make those buttons look juicy so you <laughs> add money so get you, help you, now you know when you're pressing it because it's a small like one frame animation yeah. to show like, you know. <laughs> Maybe hearts, something that makes you feel good. Oh, hearts. Yeah, exactly. Or just kind of gets like two pixels bigger, you know, when you press it, you know. It's or satisfying. It's like, what is the most satisfying? Like, oh, <laughs> it is reacting to my touch. Yes. Awesome. Wow. So is, is that something that you're passionate about? Like this kind of like digital, I don't know, not, not, not the game itself, but actually working in this kind of field? Yeah. I mean, the whole... Like my whole like purpose, I guess, when I started uh, like learning art at Otis was to like eventually work at like an entertainment company, whether it be like game or film or um, animation. And so that was what I really wanted to do. Um, but then it was like, it, this is also a funny story. Like that was like why I entered art school, but then I came out and I was like, I do want to do like art um, as, like an entertainment art as like a day job because that's what kind of like pays my bills. But then I also like, I met a lot of people at Otis who were really into traditional art. And so that's how I got into like the gallery art scene. And so I really love traditional art. Like I love how like tactile it is. And so that's why I do that like on the side or after work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, people who balance like day jobs and like studio stuff are always kind of amazing to me. It's just, it, I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine like having to like wake up in the morning. Well, I can't even imagine waking up in the morning, but like, you know, <laughs> wake, wake up in the morning and, you know, like trudge myself to my company job and then, and like, you know, sit in front of a, you know, what are those things? Um, Wacom tablet? Yeah, tablet. A, a tablet just and draw like, you know, all day long and then come back home and then pick up an actual pencil <laughs> and, you know, and, and and try and like find time to like, I don't know, do your thing. 
I'm assuming that like they, 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 they probably pile on a ton of work for you at, you know, a company like this. Yeah, I mean, it, it really kind of is different than like your personal work because like your name's not going to be on it and you have like, you pretty much don't have a lot of creative freedom. Like you have an art director who's directing like, like what kind of scene or what kind of like painting they want. And so it, it was like, especially when I just got out of school, it was like pretty hard transition to like really separate myself from my like day job art and then and then kind of switch gears when I come back home and do my personal art because that it almost feels like it's almost like therapy because <laughs> uh. like it actually feels like it matters more to you um but it is actually nice sometimes like having like someone telling you exactly what they want from you like in the art because then you feel less responsible for <laughs> what you're producing almost <laughs> it's like it can look as much as shitty as they want it to look <laughs> yeah this is what you wanted <laughs> awesome yeah so we do tell, uh, one reason why or one way the way i met you was because of nathan ota uh he Tell us about, wait, before we go anywhere, tell us about Nathan Ota's teachings and his <laughs> style of teaching. Yes. I, I hear different things from different people. Um, wait, what have you heard? <laughs> what did you experience? Actually, your experience is probably different than a lot of people. I've heard, um, I've heard the good and I've heard the, uh, he's kind of strict. <laughs> I, I, I'm being that I have taken three oh, you have. of his lessons at the Santa Monica City College um like I, I i get to see his indifference <laughs> to, <laughs> to like most of the students and then like and when you have that one student that like sucks up to him he's just like eye roll <laughs> whoa was that was it like that in otis yeah he is pretty like stoic so like that comes off as kind of like strict and like <laughs> a little intimidating um because like his like I feel like his teacher persona and then like his real like persona is pretty different like you kind of have to get to know him um and, and then you start to like like you know how like fun and like goofy he is sometimes mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but as when you like speak to him like even like when I speak to him as like a teacher when he's in that like teaching mode it's pretty like it's very not strict but um he's very like serious he takes everything very seriously which is um like it's it's really great when you're a student because like you feel like he's really giving you like his time and like really great feedback but it is pretty like you feel really vulnerable <laughs> like speaking to him because he's he like tells you exactly like what um what's wrong with it and like what you need to improve and um, sometimes not a lot of teachers do that. Sometimes teachers are like too nice and stuff. And so it's actually like a good splash of reality <laughs> when you're in school. It's um, what you were attracted you to Otis in the first place, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the uh, campus culture like, um, um, you know, during, you know, because we're, we're living in these kind of funky times right now, mm -hmm. like with political correctness and cancel culture and all that stuff. And like, did you feel like that, was that that kind of environment like in, like 
was it like painfully obvious in the classroom environments and did it kind of make you or other students feel like they couldn't fully express themselves in fear of being canceled or anything like that? Because you're a recent graduate, aren't you? Yeah, I graduated uh, two years ago and then I still actually TA for Nathan's classes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, you were busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, fortunately, when I was there, um, it wasn't as, like, there wasn't much, like, cancel culture going on yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that, like, a lot of that's happened, um, like, especially, like, the summer after I graduated and then when COVID started, um, there was a lot of, like, students coming out about um, issues they experienced at school and things. And so um, I thought it was like, I thought it was good that some people, like a lot of like people were feeling more comfortable like coming out about those things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it was a pretty, for me, it was a pretty healthy experience at school, but I know that it, that really just depends on like who you meet and who you surround yourself with. Um, and I know some people weren't as fortunate as I was, um, but yeah, I felt like my school experience was really positive and um, yeah, I felt, I felt free to explore and do what I want there. So it was, it was a good experience. <laughs> yeah, I always, because I, I mean, I just know that it was at the last year, art schools in general, it seemed like not just Otis, but uh, art center uh sva in new york mm -hmm. there's probably more but like they all had their own each one had their own i don't say issues but students coming out saying things about teachers i, I you know yeah. from yeah like it seemed like an art school a very strong art school thing versus yeah. I, I didn't even see it about ucla in general is maybe it's too big but it just seemed <laughs> like art schools had it especially yeah i did i'm not sure that. like i it was, yeah, I haven't seen that for like other, like norm, not normal, but like UC schools and things, but yeah, I, I, did I didn't see a lot of art school students coming out um, about issues. And it was really interesting because, um, and I think it was a good thing that a lot of these things came out because sometimes like I would be talking to uh, some of my friends uh, who, who graduated with me and be like, oh yeah, maybe that was like, sort of weird or maybe like we didn't realize it in that moment but like looking back we thought that uh maybe some of these things like we we were kind of like almost trained to like just like cast it away and not notice it but it was it was good to hear people like what specifically out. um especially like uh i saw a couple of people like saying their like experiences with um, certain teachers and like how they were sort of inappropriate with students or like they were like sharing too much or um, yeah and so it was like I I did feel like some teachers like I had like an awkward experience with but I didn't really like think about it at the time but it was it was nice to hear like other people coming out about it and then um, and then kind of reflecting and being like, oh, maybe I should have done this or maybe I should have like took note of that. Um, so it like helps me realize that in the future, like if I do experience things like that. 
Like what specifically? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are these male teachers? Are, uh, are we talking about that kind of thing? Or is it more like, you know, like, is it more like bad word stuff, like them being an asshole? Or is it more like, um, I don't know. Or a prying kind of thing? Or... It was mostly like... Like what you're doing, Luke, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not a teacher, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't experience anything really, like, really bad, but there were, there were instances where, like, um, just... Um, like people not using like pronouns correctly or like teachers just not being too sensitive about like LGBT and things like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, but that reminds me of stuff like, you know, I'm a different generation of school, but I remember once uh, in elementary school and I won't forget it. Uh, there was a substitute teacher and the substitute substitute teacher said Japanese, Chinese, Korean, whatever all Asians are the same and I will never forget that. And I'm like, a teacher said that to me, you know, and I'm like, Whoa, you know, and it's a white lady who's saying that and she was, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, wow, I learned that in elementary school, you know, like it's unforgettable, but it's like, I'd love to find out who that was and <laughs> bring that up, you know, this many years later and go, dude, that's fucked up, you know, cause she was saying that to like people and I'm like, dude, you're lame, you know, yeah, absolutely untrue. Except me and Luke are the same. I think Luke is frozen. Uh -oh. Or wait, Luke, are you are you doing a are you doing the the what is it called the statue pose? <laughs> Luke, I think you're doing the statue oh, no. pose. I think we lost him. <laughs> oh, we lost him. Okay, let's see if we can get Mr. Luke back. Uh, that was hilarious. I was like, oh, he's really intently watching us, like like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, whoa, Luke, you're looking pretty pretty dapper there. Um, let me see if I can get Luke back. Okay. <laughs> he's probably thinks he's still like live. He's probably like, oh. It's like continuously talking. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to get Luke back on. Wait, can he just get back on the same? Yeah, I think uh I think you need to like accept him into the Zoom room, but I think he should be able to just access it through the link. Oh. I don't know how to do it. Unless it's like Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to do it. I could probably wait. I have to go back to the participants list. Oh yeah, he's not even in the room here. Sorry about that. That's ugly, but we'll make this work. Sorry about that, everybody. Now we have people watching just me and you meet. Uh, let's see here. I'll send it to him right now. He got kicked off. Yeah, he just wrote me back. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on for a second. Oh, I thought the story I told about my elementary school teacher just put him off so bad that he froze. <laughs> like, that was so amazing. angry. I was, like, I was like, oh, Luke, thanks for having my back, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, good job, Luke. Uh, let's see. How do I do that again? Mm -hmm. I'm so confused. Still. What's that? I don't see him in the room still. So. Oh, you could see? Oh, I get it. Okay. I'll wait till he comes back. We'll be, we'll, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, and let's see. We have some people on uh, YouTube we could say hi to. Okay. They're watching. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, well, Jenna has a comment. That's fucked up. That's the only thing Jenna said. <laughs> uh, Wendy Park says, yay, Yumi. Do you know Wendy Park? Oh, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hey. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Andy Shen says he opened up his wallet often on Candy Crush. Oh, yes. 
here we go. Here's Luke Chu. Let's admit him. Oh, yay. And he's back sideways. <laughs> Luke Chu, the there you are. What happened there? Did you um, I'm like, sorry. I'm. Uh... You forgot to charge your phone? No, no. Actually, I should charge this now. now what do you, what, what, do you, what happened? What happened now? Now you're on a phone. I'm on or, a phone, you're, yeah. You're on a different device. I'm on a different device. I'm, I, I've been trying to get back in from my laptop, but my laptop is not being cooperative. Oh, okay. No problem. Well, this will work. Yeah. Is it? This will work. Does this, uh, is this, um, you, like, you're, you're now like narrow, like up and right. down narrow I, on the screen. I, like, that, does, that doesn't help. That makes you that sideways, but narrow. <laughs> Okay, let me see if it's okay. Any... All right, all right. Maybe somebody at home would know if you can go full screen, but I don't think so. Mm, yeah, you being know. on the phone, but it's okay. Yeah, I'll take okay. it. I'll take. Uh oh, uh oh. There you go. You're you're back. Okay, there I am. Anyway, sorry. We could we could seg out of that, but I was just you know last talking about uh, Race. what do you call it? About... Yeah, well, I just I mean, I how I said I would love to find that teacher and uh, post about what they said to me, but many many decades ago you know uh you want to hear something <laughs> that's still stuck to me i mean it's like that's like 30 or 40 years later and i'm still like i remember her face <laughs> you know <laughs> one of my authors, um we, we were doing this i was taking this color theory class and you know at the time it was all hand painted like hand painting chips and like hand cutting like bristol and like gluing like you know the everything together and i was not good at it i was not good with an exacto blade but um i um when i got my after i got graded and i got it back um i got a post-it note that was attached to it saying something like you know blah 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 mediocre da 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 and that like maybe i should like look into you know switching to a math major oh racist not good <laughs> Another more uh, design student, um, good buddy of mine, who actually went on to become an art director at Apple, um, um, uh, got this, a similar post note. So, wow. Who's yeah. this? Te oh, you have the opportunity if you'd like to. <laughs> who is this teacher? <laughs> I, I, I don't need to. Okay. 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 So <laughs> I, I have one. I have one more to bring up. Is that okay? Yeah. One more. Okay. So I wanted to go to a certain college. And I uh, met a person who was a, I don't know, counselor maybe? I can't remember the position. And they, I met them because I worked at a, you know, photo lab, right? And they're doing their work. Luke, are you frozen? Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. oh, wow. <laughs> you fooled me. And I was like, if I tell a story, Luke freezes. He just goes. <laughs> anyway, so, um, anyway, so I wanted to go to this college and uh, I met a person who was, you know, person there. And I was sitting there going, Oh wow, maybe there, that would be helpful. So I actually had a meeting with them on campus and, uh, they proceeded to wanted to take photos of me. So I, um, was like, I just laughed it off. I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, no, it's cool. You know, but like, I didn't realize that they were older. I'm younger. I'm like, whatever I was in, was that high school or something? And they wanted to take pictures of me, but I realized it was potentially not, uh, rated g let's say and i didn't realize this at all you know i'm pretty i was a pretty ignorant kid so i was sitting there going oh man whatever man you know like that but then i realized oh this guy was like you know Wait, how old were you i don't know maybe maybe 17 or 18 maybe but i was just ignorant to like this guy who's like 
I don't know how old he was, 35, 40, but he was worked at UCLA. You know, oops, I just named the school. Oops, UCLA. <laughs> anyway, so then I actually went, but I um, I wanted to go, but my grades weren't that good and all this stuff. And the, But then, yeah, they, it proceeded to ask these, oh, well, Luke, we lost you again. Oh, no, sorry. I was just These questions, to... these, these comments are so... You're you're being so hurt by it that uh it's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm like I, I know I know you love me and all that stuff. I know, but it's it's you you can just stay on. It's okay. Anyways, am I, am I horizontal? Uh, yeah, you are. Now? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's but anyway that that was also another thing where I'm like, oh, that was kind of inappropriate thinking back that he was a counselor at this school that I wanted to get into, and he's asking for that, and I'm kind of like, oh, because then his because his photography that happened to you too, like with like Tower Magazine distribution. Oh, that was kind of weird too. But that was different. that person lived in another like state. It didn't even matter, you know. Like, what are you gonna do? Nothing. But yeah. But that, so the but, but, story about Tower Magazine distribution, Eric, is I mean, Yumi isn't familiar with this. I don't think. No, I don't know. How do you know about this story? You told you you. you it was on a preview. It was on the. It was on the old episode of Robot and the Bear. Okay, so Tower Distribution um, distributed giant robot. Well, I wanted them to distribute Giant Robot. It's a zine, Asian culture zine. And uh, it turns out that there was their tower books or zines, tower records, their zine section was governed by one person. Either they said, yes, we'll put you in to every tower store in the world or no, absolutely not. No, zero. And once they said, no, you're out. You're not going to get into tower. Mm -hmm. So I... um. It turns out this person liked Asians, maybe Asian males. I'm a, I was a young Asian male and uh, probably very inappropriately, uh, the, some of the conversations did go and they, they, I'm going to say they, they took Giant Robot in, gave me a deal that was better than everybody else's in terms of like uh, percentage. I forgot what my deal was because when that person was gone, the next person renegotiated the deal and said, I don't understand who did this deal with you and why, but this deal is completely like, it's it's like the greatest deal ever, but we have to redo it because this isn't fair to anybody else. You're having the best deal of everybody. And it realized, oh, I happen to fit in all of the boxes that this person was into, Asian, young, Japanese, blah, 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 you know, like down the list. And, um, you know, I did have a long conversation once, um, but uh, yeah, there was no... There was no, uh, I mean, it was probably inappropriate if I, if I remember. It was inappropriate probably, but I didn't send them anything or pictures or anything else, you know, but it was just a conversation I had once and then, then then the deal got negotiated and uh, I, I, you know, we scored. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but inappropriate probably, yeah. I'm sure it's very inappropriate. I ended up on the right side of the coin on that one because of the deal. But and I didn't have to do anything. I just did have a long conversation, like for an hour once with this person. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. But but is it is it was it wrong and inappropriate and complainable? Like there'd be people that would probably be very offended and would have called them out right away. This was in uh, 1994, so you know, like I was kind of like, like, I mean, like, were you talking to any other zines that were being distributed by by Tower at the time? Like, did you like no. have you didn't even have an inkling of like that you were getting like a good deal. Oh, I knew the deal. Like when you're getting the, the, I'm getting the, the, the bigger end of the money than they were. Wait, so you know you what knew. I'm saying? You, you, well, you, I knew you, something was up. I mean, this sounded weird. I'm like, Oh, so tower pays the makers more than they make. 
usually no, right? Usually the the big corporation makes the money, you right. know, and and we get screwed, right? A little bit. So in terms of the, it was the other way. I was getting more money, and they were getting less, and you know, and they were distributing giant robot literally uh, at probably every tower in the world, maybe because I know tower in Japan had it, right? So, but you know, the thing is, is that what like, it's worth. What, that happened. what we were also getting was the reputation of having a publication on the racks at Tower Records where all the cool kids went, you know? Oh, yeah, when there was this kind of pre-internet-y, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I know, I understand all of it, but I'm just saying is, was it inappropriate? Probably, you know? But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is pre-cancel culture, pre-internet. <laughs> I mean, this is 1994, but I mean, I've experienced so many, like, weird things that I could look back on, just like you mentioned, Yumi, like, you know, like things that happened and you're kind of like, oh, maybe that was kind of inappropriate or was inappropriate. Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of things that I went through that are now, you know, so far back, but I remember them clearly. I'm sure you've run into some Luke, maybe. Maybe. Although you yeah, I don't know. But I'm just saying is I could remember the ones and there's probably more than this. This is just two. <laughs> there's like, I'm sure there's like 50, you know, like if I really go back and think about it, I'll, I'll get to more. Like things that were like inherently racist said to me that were, you know, by, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and sure. racism in my eyes is always about intent, right? Like the idea of like, you know, but like ignorance is ignorance, you know? Um, yeah, but, yeah. Like but if someone referred to me as an oriental, I'm not going to get bent out of shape out of it, you know, um, uh, over it because it's just like, okay, well, you're just like, you know, you've obviously had like over 40 years to figure out that Asians don't like being referred to as Oriental, but, you know, it happens, you know, mm -hmm. but like, you know, I, I think that, you know, people who do get bent out of shape out of things like that, especially like over things like cultural appropriation are, um, you know, need, 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 like relax, need to take a chill pill. You sometimes know? though sometimes it's not okay though but well like you know whenever i think of like cultural appropriations in asia cultural appropriation in asians i think specifically of like there was that issue that came up maybe like four or five years ago of like some girl who went to her high school prom wearing mm -hmm. a like asian style like you know silk dress and it's just kind of like is she wearing it because she's trying to slander Asian people or is she wearing it because it looks good on her? Right. You know, like. But hence the intent. You're saying the intent, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 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 So like, you know, if you're going to like sit around and wear fucking rice picker hats and like, you know, like pull your eyes back to create like, you know, a slanty eye look. Then fucking yeah, you're being a you're a racist piece of shit. Go fuck yourself, you know. But like you know, but if you're wearing something because it's complimentary and it looks good and you know you like it, you know, then you know more power to you. Fucking you know, you know, make yeah. it look good. Oh wait, we did. You know what though? I, we're guilty. We did that once at Comic Con. I didn't wear a rice picker hat, but I wore a white shirt and black pants and had a name tag that was a Chinese restaurant name tag. So I pretended I was a Chinese waiter. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the Asians who worked at the booth wore the females anyway, wore the Chi wore Chinese dresses. They did that one year. Well, they're Chinese, though, but not from China, but they wore them and they look great. Mm -hmm. But yeah. 
I don't think I don't I can't imagine very many women who can like you know who have the they look great who have like average to you know uh, slight slighter bodies you know even like you know bigger girls could like you know wear like you know the the that outfit and like and make it look good they look, look good they yeah. look good and my my my, my in my restaurant. And I, you know, my, my restaurant name tag, which some people thought was real, because like when I went out of Comic Con, they were asking me like where the restaurant was. I actually had that, and it was called Chow Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote. Wow. It was called Chow. It said Chow Dong. Chow Dong tag. I'm sorry. About, okay, forget it. I'm sorry. Like, it's it's irrelevant, man. We're we're in. <laughs> we're interviewing Yumi, but okay. <laughs> No. Okay. 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 The, the restaurant was Chow Dong. That's all I got to say. Chow Dong. Chow Dong at yeah. Comic Con at the giant robot booth. Yeah, but then I once I went out to like you know to to the Gaslamp District to buy food and all that stuff. People thought I was a real Chinese waiter, and they're like, "Where is this place?" You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know I was I was dressed to the nines. I was like wearing the white shirt. White Did you have a little shirt. black bow tie? No, no bow tie, but I had black pants. Like I was, I was wearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, they they th- they thought I was straight out of Canton, wherever that is. <laughs> you know. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, you mean sorry, you mean okay. Anyway, anyways, anyways, yeah, cultural appropriation. There you go. You know, so like actually, one of the things that like I uh, speaking of, you know, and it's not this isn't cultural appropriation, but like. I've noticed one of the things, one of the artworks that I posted to promote this show was um, this drawing that you do of a girl with like the red ribbon kind of uh, like orbiting around her. And when I look at it, the first thing I see or the way I initially interpret it is, has, is something like the red thread. I, um, you know, which is like this Asian myth that like people are connected, specifically romantically connected with a red thread that, you know, is apparently like attached to your pinky and connects, you know, to, you know, someone else. It's, it's, it's uh, this kind of like mythology about like that incorporates fate and stuff like that. Was that what you were thinking at all when you, when you created those pieces? Because you've done more than one of them. Yeah. Um, or was it something else? Uh, is that what I'm curious about, you know, symbology in your work? Um, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I do know about that. Um, oh, uh, what, what would you call it? Like a legend or um, myth? Myth, yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, it wasn't what I was doing wasn't really related to that, but um, it's really cool. Like, I, I really love it when like people kind of look at my work and they they kind of get something out of it. Um, like that relates to themselves and things. And I think that's really cool. And so that like, I like it when people tell me what they think, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. what it means. <laughs> um, but yeah, to me, it was kind of like, um, like I really, like personally, I kind of associate like the color red is um, almost like it's like the color of blood. So it's like life or kind of like power or energy. Um, and so uh, what I was trying to do with those pieces was um, I was kind of I've always kind of struggled with, um, I guess, my identity as like a Japanese 
person who like grew up in America. So like Asian cultures kind of um, kind of stress like be quiet and like be like be a good listener and like not really speak out of term. Um, but then like America, it's like very like be unique and like <laughs> speak up and be individualistic and and so like I feel I felt like throughout my life those two things were kind of conflicting and so um, I always had like these emotions that I couldn't really express um, in like words and so I was trying to kind of capture that like frustration and like not being able to like uh, to kind of explain what I was feeling in in my art and I felt like the red ribbon kind of represents all of the things that I can't say and they wow. were kind of like coming out and then um, a lot of times I, I, I use it to like hide like uh, my characters like mouth or like eyes and so mm. that was also kind of like saying how how it's difficult to express these things oh mm. yeah. interesting <laughs> cool Pretty embarrassing to like talk about your work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that's part, kind of part of making art. You don't have to, but you know, sometimes yeah. exp explaining <laughs> it and taking ownership of your own work sometimes is a good thing. Yeah. yeah, that's something that they don't teach at school, right? Like, do they teach you that, or are you like forced to explain all these kind of things at school of your art, or are you allowed to just go? It just looked pretty, therefore I did it. Oh no, well, a lot of times like teachers get mad at you <laughs> if they're like, if you're like, oh, I thought it was just pretty. They're like, you need to have a purpose. <laughs> oh, um. So like, it's always like about like intent. Um, everyone, all of my like really awesome teachers at Otis, they were always stressing like, especially in like entertainment too. Um, like everything has to like work and everything has to have a purpose in your in your work, so. Um, I think it's something that you kind of get trained into doing. Um, and I think especially in like fine art and things, um, every, everyone kind of tries to attach something more like spiritual or something like a deeper feeling to their artwork. And I think that's like just an extent of like expression. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, actually I've never, I, can, I guess the better art schools will do that because there's probably it's involved in all the critiques, you know, the critiques start pushing you in that direction too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was just thinking, because I, I asked some artists about why, and sometimes there's no answer. They're, I don't, I don't know, you know? So <laughs> I, I've seen that answer as well, where I'm not sure if they actually went through the critiques and had to like, you know, find out a basis for what they're doing, but oh, it's good to hear. I had no idea art schools even did that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if all art schools do that, but I think at Otis it was stressed because like it, they're so like entertainment heavy, like they're trying to get you a job, like when you go out um, into the world. So right. they're always like trying to make you think about how everything works. Yeah, I think that's part of that's also I guess in work life. I don't get do to make presentations ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay all the time <laughs> i think i think that's kind of where you have to like be able to explain what you're doing or else you know you can't just go yeah, i don't know i just thought it would look good on your digital platform but i don't think you could pull that you know mm -hmm. i think they kind of want a reason to at yeah. least make it feel like they're they've invested correctly yeah. in, your, in, in an idea <laughs> right it just can't be like yeah, yeah. for no reason yeah <laughs> I know. okay i got you 
is most of your work uh autobiographical do you think or do you like do you uh, or do you i you know like there's so many different kinds of ways of being able to approach um you know art and narrative um some people like um and like when i think of like say like nathan's work like i i'm you know like i'm inclined to like believe that some of it is just pure feels but like you know then you know but i'm not really quite sure like you know if it's really like you know if he sees himself in all of his characters or his um you know um you know or if they're like you know I don't I'm trying to think like what like what what what, are, what is the difference between like like say the bird versus like the wood wooden boy and all these other things you know um as an artist who paints who paints and draws like mostly female characters like are do you so right now uh, as of now like what do you see yourself in these characters that um, that you're um uh creating or like is it like are you, are you are you what like what where do you where does your inspiration um come from uh yeah i would say it comes from like myself um like for like a lot of writers and stuff they're always like always write what you know <laughs> right so um i always like it it was kind of like i said it's kind of like a therapy thing for me <laughs> like for mm -hmm. since i have i do like almost two different types of art when I do like my personal art it really is it comes from like a really personal place and I've kind of found that like I, I, I'm always like trying to live the life I want in my pieces <laughs> right, right. like I try it like in my world which is like in the art like I want it to be like this or like it's um even if it's like something frustrating um, it's kind of how I work through it. Um, and so, yeah, I would say that like all of my uh, gallery pieces are, are personal. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so one of the things that I thought was kind of like, I, I, I think I saw an Instagram post that you, you posted. I'm not sure if it's still up or not but like you know i had just met you at um giant robot during your opening and mm -hmm. then i think you posted a picture of you like it was like the next week the following weekend and i think it was a it was a picture of you oh it's this one panel prepping <laughs> wow <laughs> and, I, and i was just like whoa whoa whoa, whoa you're you're already like you know working on the next the next thing, so, like you're not giving yourself a little bit of a break, like uh, what 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 do you got coming up? Um, yeah, uh, I did I did give myself a break, <laughs> um, but like I felt kind of like like I didn't have a purpose, <laughs> like right after the show, and so and like panel prepping isn't isn't like a lot like art <laughs> it's more it's just like mechanical yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so um i'm actually prepping for a sh uh like a group show that's coming up um but 
it's way in the distance. It's um, it's in October in Chicago. Um, oh. Yeah, so I was just prepping panels for that, and I, I don't even know what I'm gonna do on those panels yet. But I was just trying to get them ready, and um, yeah. Where are you I, showing in uh, Chicago? Where where are you showing in Chicago? Oh, uh, I forgot which. I forgot what the gallery was called, but. Um, <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Chicago for, Museum of Art. No. <laughs> um, it's for Think Space, I believe. They have like a group show with um, a, yeah, like it, it's like a yearly event thing that they do with another gallery. Um, let me see. I think I heard, I can't remember where they do that too. They do something, I've, I've heard about it before in past years. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Uh, Vertical. Oh, okay. Okay. I've, yeah, I've heard of Vertical Gallery. I don't think I've been there before. Yeah. But Chicago is great. I love Chicago. Yeah. I awesome. used to when, go, uh, when, what, I, when I lived in Michigan. <laughs> what part of Michigan were you from? Uh, you know, Kalamazoo. Yeah. I heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've, I've heard of it. Never, never been there. I've only been to Detroit, so. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> we would go to Detroit I, to get like our Japanese groceries. <laughs> oh really? I, I would think that you would be going across the uh, the river, you know, into Canada to, to do all that, you know, because I like last time I checked, like there's like one ramen place in Detroit, which means there's very few Asian people, you know, in Detroit, but you know, it is a big city. How long did you live in Michigan for? Uh, for five years, but I was like really young. So I don't really remember too well. <laughs> Wait, that was, I mean, this a little while ago. So maybe it was a lot different than, you know, automotive industry was probably a little stronger then. Right. 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 This had to be like 20 years ago. Come to think of it. Right. Yeah. Doing the math. Yeah. It's about 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vincent Chin was already dead. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm going to, you know, like that was that big incident. Dead. So, so yeah. that, that means it was, oh no, that was already, it's on its way down at that point, I think. Hmm. Right. Cause the automotive industry was like getting, they were getting mad at Japanese cars. Right. Weren't they something <laughs> like that? And then yeah. they killed, the, they killed Vincent Chin. Mm -hmm. I think that was like, it was on its way down already. Yeah, and yeah, no, a lot of yeah. uh, people. I'm surprised they had. I'm surprised they had a Japanese market there or an Asian market <laughs> at all. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. a friend of mine was explained to me. Explained to me like you know what happened with Asian people in uh, Detroit um, last time I was out there. I think it was Shark Tooth who was telling me about it. Uh -huh. You know, and how like they just kind of like, you know, found ways of pushing Asian people out of, you know, um, Detroit. But right. And I don't really know the, you know, the ins and outs of it. So. By by murdering somebody. That's one <laughs> way. I mean, well, I mean, that's how. They and, 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 not, and, not, and not having to be accountable. That was kind of it, too. It's like murdering somebody and then uh, getting away with it. It's America. Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's just yeah. the way it goes here. You know, if they don't, if they don't like, you know, the way you look, they fucking kill you. So, oh. you know. <laughs> oh. Oh. So what else have you got um, coming up aside from the vertical uh, group show? Um, not, not too much. Um, I'm trying to kind of 
take it slow. Um, even though I am like kind of, I, I, I like to work, <laughs> but um, uh, I think I did a couple like larger pieces recently. So um, I'm doing like a few smaller pieces now and then I kind of want to go back and do like a really big piece. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. I haven't done like the largest piece I've done is like a two foot by two foot piece. So I kind of want to do something a little bit bigger and just right. like stuff out. <laughs> so are you actually working almost daily on your own personal art too? Or is there like, you know, times off like Luke? I, I believe Luke takes long times off. I do. I do. Yeah. I and to. I think I, I'm just wondering, are you drawing, sketching or anything like that? Like almost daily? Uh, I try to. Um, of course, there's days where I'm just so like pooped after work that I don't. But um, I usually like do something in a sketchbook or if I'm doing like a show, I might um, like sketch something out after work. Um, but yeah, it's like it's it's kind of nice because when I'm working at my day job I like have like a cool idea or something I'm like really excited to finish my day job to like wow. go, to, go do my own stuff that's wow. awesome that's wow. the, that's cool so you're <laughs> on company time you're able to like <laughs> think about your own work okay that's cool I like yeah. that yeah subvert go for it well, inspiration always comes from the weirdest places, right? You never know when, like, you know, lightning strikes and, you know, a great idea manifests in your head, you know, mm -hmm. then you try to do your best to try and hold on to that idea and then, like, go, you know, get to somewhere where you can be able to, like, flush that idea out and then, you know, and, and then do it, you know. It's, um, so, yeah, the current show, you had a lot of pieces. Are you editing anything out or did you just is that like literally everything you did oh uh, it's pretty much everything <laughs> okay. oh, i wasn't sure like... um yeah i was um yeah i was just since i did have like my day job i was just trying to crank out as many pieces as i could um in the time i had and um and so that was that's like everything <laughs> wow okay i just wasn't sure like how satisfied by each piece you can be because it seems like you must be enough to show everything right <laughs> like i'm wondering if there's ever you know ones where you're like no 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 not this one. Oh, there mm -hmm. there are but mm -hmm. like there's like like a perfectionist in me is always like oh, it's not done or like it's this, this is so bad but then like mm -hmm. sometimes it's like weird how like people receive your work like the pieces you hate the most sometimes people like the best and you're just like oh why <laughs> so like yeah. you kind of have to at some point just let your pieces go because <laughs> i just i was more asking toward the efficiency like you know are you able to almost use everything that you work on which, oh yeah um well uh, when I like do when I work on pieces, um, I usually do like a sketch on like a, like a, a scrap piece of paper, and then mm -hmm. if I if I really like it, I start to like build it up. So um, there's a lot of sketches that never like no one ever sees. But um, when it gets as far as like a piece, um, it usually it's usually like um, like good enough for me to. Like mm -hmm. take it that far but yeah there's always frustrating pieces <laughs> that's the struggle yeah that is the yeah. struggle yeah all right well, i think we're coming up on an hour um oh wow yumi 
Let Let it go. uh, Let let the people know how they can find you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, You can find me on Instagram. I'm mostly, I'm most active on Instagram um, at tulipyumi96. Um, I also have a Twitter, but uh, I'm not too active on that. I'm trying to be better (laughs) with social media. You're going to do those NFTs. You got to have that Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, No TikTok? No TikTok. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 what? You're 20 something? <laughs> yeah. I, just I think you have to be younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're I think you've aged out of TikTok already. So oh, yeah. wow. yeah, Actually, have so. you before before we go, have you do you I mean, do you look at TikTok ever? Um I I did like when it when it was like like a while ago, but not recently. I was trying to figure out if, okay, so I was trying to figure out how does art work on TikTok? Like, can you, Uh-oh. you know, it seems like Instagram is still the way to show art and TikTok is not really the way. Like I'm not seeing art art being used on TikTok in a better, any better manner than Instagram. Maybe that even worse. Sad, you know? On TikTok? TikTok? Yeah. But is he the exemplar of all art on TikTok? Like, I mean, James Jean does it and it just doesn't seem to work to me for me. Oh, it seems like it seems like Instagram is the way, you know, and for TikTok for him, even I'm just not I'm like, oh, like, I'm not really. I well, I don't I, think I, James Jean posts enough. <laughs> so, oh, it has to be pretty. Mm, is it still consistency then you think on TikTok? Maybe I have no like, idea. You know, like once yeah, every I don't other know. day you post something, wow. you know, maybe I don't know. Um, I just haven't seen what can you do does, there better. Show does it, and um. Uh, uh-huh. does TikTok too. So those are the three artists that I follow. Like David Cho, okay. James Jean. I just haven't I just haven't seen a a good application of art on TikTok for me that's any better than Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. I know there's like a new like art app that people are kind of jumping on called Artful. Um uh, mm-hmm. But that's because like Instagram's been kind of really bad lately with like algorithms and yeah, that's the one issue. Huh? Yeah, artful, artful. Better, better get on that. Register your name just in case it blows up. Yeah, right, Luke. Yeah. That, that's yep. that's Luke. Luke taught me this. So mm-hmm. for everyone listening, artful. It's an app, right? You said. Yeah. Man, yeah. robot, you gotta go get it. You Wait, did you? It. Ha- did, it's probably too late already on some no, of these. No, no, don't say new, that. Don't, yeah, you, go uh, for okay. it. Wait, I bet you Luke Chu's already taken. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm an old man. Because no that's me. me that's me doing. That's me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's me taking other people's names. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> get, get your yeah. rep in China. To fucking like you know, snag it up. Pick up. I know. <laughs> okay, artful, huh? I have no idea what that is. Maybe mm-hmm. it's artful method. I don't even know which artful. There's like more than one. It's like so. art F O L, like portfolio. I think. Oh. 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 We, I'm glad we uh, clarified this. We wouldn't have known. There <laughs> yeah. you go, everybody. Artful. Artful. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Are you? And you're on there. Yeah, I am. Uh, oh, I'm good to know. Trying it out. Um, it's like a. It's like a platform. It's kind of like Instagram, but like only for artists. But you can make an account as an artist or like as a collector or like a viewer. Oh, and, um, uh-huh. downloading right now. But right so now. so this this is exactly this is one of the benefits of having a younger person on our stream. 
<laughs> we learn something. I mean, there's tons of stuff we learn, but if anything, art fool, artful yes. portfolio. Art full. Yeah. Full. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, everybody donate to uh Yumi's uh what's that thing called? A Patreon. <laughs> donate to our Patreon. We just gave you something for nothing. Donate to our Patreon that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Uh because you know, you owe us. You owe us. You know, once the show is trucking on a, a, a consistent weekly basis, we'll get that Patreon going, guys. It'll be great. Well, or or if we had that Patreon going, we'd be on a consistent basis. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. If it, if it was consistently, the Patreon was very strong, there would be a. Yeah. Like know, if we send it up so that shows. every time we post an episode, we get a dollar or five dollars. <laughs> or if you Wait. want to be a baller, $20. You know, oh, is that how it works? Would, no. It's you monthly. You can do it though. that way. From my understanding, oh. you, could, like, you could set it up so that, like, to it's get like per, tips. Like, yeah, thing like. Oh. You know, okay. You know, I, from my understand, um, I, I, I I don't, I don't know. know. I've never. I don't had know anything. A, um, a Patreon. You yeah, get a I've, I've 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 earned my own money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> just like downed everybody that's a Patreon. I'm joking. Oh, no, geez. that's just no. No, I did it on purpose to be an <laughs> asshole. Um, that's just that's just like saying uh um. At a sorority or a fraternity, you're buying your friends. You ever hear that? And it's like, that's the people's lame put down. Oh. You're just buying your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, whatever. But anyway, yeah, that's the same thing. Patreon. Makes sense. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can see that. Anyways. Now, I'm just messing around yeah. and being mean you and mean, hurtful. Thank you so much for being on the episode. Oh, thank um, you for I'm, having me. Uh, hopefully we'll still looking forward to seeing you know what new works that you have around the corner yeah um, um if you guys are in los angeles uh stop by giant robot uh gr2 uh in the next the uh little bit of time hurry up yeah. <laughs> hurry up <laughs> yeah come this, this weekend is this the, is this the last weekend the last it'll be the last yeah. yeah yeah are you fucking kidding me it's already you guys, like, see how see see how time flies luke just like that, time flies. Aren't we supposed to also have um, the third artist on? Like um, Bo, Bo Miles. Wait, where's that guy at? Yumi. He's working. <laughs> oh, he lives. He's in. He's he's behind one of those doors, probably. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like you know, like wait, who's next? Who's who's who? You got next? Maggie Chang. Oh, cool. Ooh, she's great. Or should we like stick with this AAPI kind of like thing going, a vibe going on for the month of May and say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Does it matter? I mean, we just, you just figured it out today that there's an AAPI month, huh, Luke? Maybe. Kind of. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, um, no, no, no. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. But for now, well, thanks a lot for joining us, Yumi. I appreciate we, it. No, yes. thank you. <laughs> yeah, and come check us out. Yes, check out the show. It's a yeah. great show. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. And say hi to Bo Miles. Yes, I will. <laughs> Wherever room he's. Yeah, there he is. He's pointing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. All, right. All right. Thanks for See joining us, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.